Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today, we are back to do another one of these crazy, this crazy cult of twin flame universe. This episode, episode two, is kind of a journey, to say the very fucking least. So we're going to dive right on in and, and get into this mess. It's interesting because Alice Hines is the reporter who broke, now I wouldn't say broke the Twin Flames universe into like mainstream. There was a Vice article that we'll talk about a little later, but she definitely is the one who's done like the most, I would say she's done the most research on for sure. And one of the things that she noticed is that they kind of have their own language, like the way that they talk to people, they have their own like vernacular. So they'll use words like channeling or like ascending and different things like that, which I think is a really interesting way to control the group of people that's within the cult. Yeah. Because if you're talking in a special like vernacular, people are going to be like, oh, well, you just don't understand what we're talking about. Also, one of the things that Jeff does a lot is he makes fun of the people within the group. So if you're struggling or you're crying or something like that, he'll call you out and he'll basically make fun of you for being upset. Basically, he's described as being a dick to people. Oh, yeah. There's no misinterpreting that. He's a fucking asshole. You know how like some bullies, they'll be like that line where you're like, well, I can't really tell if they're being mean or if they're just like joking it's like no it's there's no misinterpreting it yeah hey candle enthusiasts you won't believe what i just discovered so did you know that store-bought candles are loaded with toxins and dyes yikes but fear not fellow candle lovers because jessica and i found a game changer drip candle goods Drip Candle Goods is a small woman and black-owned business that's making waves with their unique eco-friendly candles and incredible gifts. Picture this. Hand-poured candles with scents like lavender and palo santo. The palo santo one has quickly become my favorite. This candle combines palo santo, of course, sage, tobacco leaf, and ganja flower. Trust me, that sweet woodsy Palo Santo scent is about to become your 365-day fave. And if you're looking to spice up things this holiday season, check out their massage candles. Dual-purpose wonders made with skin-friendly waxes and essential oils, perfect as a candle or as a massage oil and skin moisturizer. 
But here's the best part. Drip Candle Goods also curates fantastic gifts from artisans of color and woman-owned businesses. Finish your holiday shopping while supporting small businesses. It's a win-win. Visit dripcandlegoods.com and kickstart your holiday with 15% off using code HOLIDAY15. Join us in creating the best holiday vibes with Drip Candle Goods, where every purchase is a celebration of diversity and eco-conscious living. Happy shopping. And they also give you like really bad advice. So like, for instance, we've kind of hinted at a member who they basically were like, (laughs) they were like, oh, you know, just keep stalking that person. And then she ended up in jail and then they mocked her for going to jail. Yeah. Like when we get into Marie Sophie, that situation, it just shows me that like, I feel like they encourage these behaviors because they can't admit they're wrong. They're talking to God. Right. So they have to be like, no, this is right. Because do we want to talk about that right now or do you want to wait? Yeah, actually, that's my next part in my notes. It's perfect to segue into her. Okay. Literally, guys. This dude, it just got worse and worse with the dude. Like, Uh he had a girlfriend and it's like, okay, so that's obviously red flag number one. He had a child with this long-term girlfriend. He was with this girlfriend for 14 fucking years at that point. Right. And then decided to have a second child with his girlfriend. Which, you know, that's what people do who are in long-term committed relationships. Right. You know, if they want children. Their reaction to just being like, oh, they're just bored of each other. That's why they had another kid. Keep going. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what logic is that? That's not. No. Right. So Marie Sophie will be like throughout this whole episode. So just a little background. She had decided that she wanted to like find someone. So she joined Twin Flames. Then she met this dude that Tara is talking about in a club. And they just like started talking and they had this like spiritual connection. And at the point in time where Tara is talking about like where she's like, well, he's having another kid with his girlfriend, his second kid. This dude and her had been together for two years and four months, but not a real relationship. Like Tara mentioned, with his actual girlfriend, they had been together for 14 years. Maria Sophie, by the way, Marie Sophie lives in Amsterdam, which is important for later because she's in Europe and there's another dude who's in Europe. And so it kind of will make sense. Like Tara said, they were like, oh, they're just bored of each other. That's why they're having a baby. And then Jeff was like, this dude is your twin flame. Like we've already confirmed it. He's your confirmed twin flame. Keep going. Then they're like, become his best friend. And also like they were telling her like, well, the only reason that they're having a baby right now is because like she knows that it's done with him the girlfriend who's pregnant and she got pregnant to like keep him because she doesn't want to have a baby with anyone else so she trapped him and then the other advice is like yeah become his best friend and have these conversations about like well if you want another kid why don't we have a kid and that was Shalia's advice and I was like this is terrible Shalia and Jeff give advice like a friend who's never been in a relationship before. You know that like one person you're like, don't ever ask so-and-so because they have no idea what they're talking about. This is the advice that they give. And mind you that all of this is they're telling Marie Sophie that this is God's prophecies, that she's meant to be with this dude. Then we go back to Arcelia, I think is how we pronounce her name. And she's the one who has the twin flame. Like she works at the gas station and her twin flame is a customer that she doesn't even really know. She classifies herself in this relationship as a chaser. She, something that she said I thought was interesting. She classified the guy that she was like in love with is straight country redneck lumberjack thing. 
That was his description. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And so she did have some like other contact with him outside of like the gas station. She would like, I'm assuming DM him because I don't think he, she probably had his phone number. It looked like she probably was like messaging him on like Facebook or something. Cause remind you, she's stalking him online and she would be like, Hey, how are you? How's your day? She'd ask, she'd just keep asking questions and he would never respond. And of course, Jeff and Shalia are like, just keep trying, just keep trying. And she thought because the community was telling her, so this is what she was supposed to do. And that the more, work she did, the deeper she would go. Because that's what Jeff told her. The more work you do, the deeper you'll go. And so she kept doing the work. But then she found out he was in a relationship. Like he had gotten into a relationship. Like his status on Facebook had changed into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she was hurt by this, obviously, because she was like, he's supposed to be my twin flame. It's been confirmed. How is he with this person? And then the community, like the twin flame community and Jeff and Shalia were like, you need to keep going because he's your man. Like, don't don't let this other person keep you from your man. So she believed that she had to keep going because that's what she was told. Now, enter a reflection. Like, looking back, she believed that if she hadn't been part of the Twin Flames community, she probably would have seen that he had issues that he needed to work out and would not have pursued him the way she did. And how they tell her to do the work is the mirror exercise. Now, the mirror exercise is a three-step process. The first one is to identify why you're upset, which is one, the, the example they give is, I'm upset with Bob because he's rejecting me. Then the step two is to change all the nouns and pronouns to point to yourself. So you would change the statement to say, I'm upset with myself because I'm rejecting myself. This is super bad. Super, super bad. And then number three is to love yourself in that hurt. So it's like, well, I'm rejecting me, so I'm going to love me through the hurt. Now, I think if you took one and three and just did those, that's not actually not a bad practice to be like, okay, I'm upset because Bob hurt me. I'm going to love myself regardless of Bob hurting me. Yeah. This is another example of they do put small snippets of like good things and, you know, things that will be beneficial to these members. But it's like, that's how they hook you. And then they got all their fucking crazy shit. Right. The number two step in it is just so very dangerous because, you know, I think about people who have been like abused and trying, like thinking about being like someone who was maybe like raped, being like, well, I'm upset because someone raped me. Now, how do you do that? How do you heal that by turning it on yourself? Like, that's just basically blaming yourself for the rape. That's not good. So if you're if you're doing the mirror exercise, please stop. Just do one and two. Don't do, or just do one and three. I mean, don't do two. And it's interesting because they like talk about it and they tell you to do it for everything. So there's this guy, um, his name is Fabian and he lives in Germany. The fucking cats. He'll come into play later. <laughs> and he was like on the thing. Obviously he wants love, but he was like, I have these cats. And I want them to love me, but they're not. And so they're like, do the mirror exercise for your cats. So they he did. And he's like, the next time he came on, he's like, my cats love me now. And I was like, I don't know if that's why your cats love you. I think maybe you just started giving your cats proper attention. One thing I think Jeff said correctly 
this is like they're feeding off your energy and i wanted to be like your energy was a bit weird mm-hmm. they probably were like this dude loves me too much I, I need to not be near him my other thought too was like what he was describing is they were just cats being cats it's true like playing and stuff yeah he's a weird man when brianne's mom comes back something that i thought was interesting is she talked about brianne just wanting to be healed and this is like where cults like this take advantage of vulnerable people where they're hurting and they're looking and then all of a sudden this cult is giving them all of these answers. Lynn was saying that Brienne would do the mirror exercise like multiple times per day which I think is probably really dangerous because if you're sitting there in your own mind going it's my fault that I'm you know this guy won't talk to me it's my fault that this dude moved away that's just so bad on your psyche like you're mental health had to be shit but of course twin flame universe doesn't recognize like mental health struggles because they just think that you're not doing the work hard enough and literally they tell people like the only reason you're not seeing success is you're not working hard enough so you're not doing the mirror exercises are right you're not doing this and it's interesting because alice hines who's the reporter she interviewed a people like from all around the world like australia venezuela like all these different countries she wanted to know if people believed that jeff and believe the spiritual stuff they were saying or if it was just money making because at the end of the day that's what they keep pushing is the money the money you have to buy these classes you have to do this and then our my favorite couple on this is Anne and Katrina and they're back in this episode and basically at this point they're like the couple like they didn't find themselves in twin flames they just both came to twin flames for answers so Jeff and Shalia realized that they needed to grow their business so they asked Anne and Katrina to become counselors because there was no structure. And so Jeff, you know, reached out to them and said, hey, you know, you're in harmonious twin flame union. Like we need you to like teach people. So because Anne and Katrina blew up their lives and now we're like two women together on their own they basically indicated they needed financial support like they weren't working they needed jobs so this provided them that they started coaching people so they got to keep all of the money from their coaching sessions which was like 120 dollars an hour like so if there's two of them if they split up or even if they did them together that could you could make a pretty good penny they'd have like 14 15 people in per class if not more so it's like you think about like the money that they're making is probably pretty good to be able to be stay-at-home mom and they were like okay so we're helping people and that's why a lot of people became coaches right and jeff would like convince people to become ascension coaches basically there was this girl and she was the he was like what do you want she's like i want to be on stage the whole time because i'm really good at it and i think she was probably nervous to talk to jeff about it so she was probably being a little timid and he was basically like you don't want that you want to be an ascension coach because he knew he needed her to be an ascension coach to make money it's It's totally understandable that someone would be nervous to talk to him about that to try to decline because I swear, I was thinking this yesterday when I was watching it. As his hair grows, the more unhinged he gets. Oh, for fucking sure. (laughs) So like the way this structure works is that coaches, so like Jeff and Shalee at the top and then they have their coaches. The coaches then recruit more coaches. But to become an Ascension coach, you have to take like the Ascension coach courses which jeff and shalia teach which is direct money in them so like the whole point is like if i'm a coach i recruit tara to be a coach she takes all of those classes i'm doing one-on-one coaching with her as well so she's paying me but she's also paying jeff and shalia money which is why this screams mlm so bad (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's a super culty pyramid scheme. Then we meet someone that Jeff like knew in eighth grade. Her name is Amy Bailey. Um, they dated for a little bit. But one of the things that she said is that his life goal was to make a lot of money with very little effort. Like he wanted to put the minimum effort into it. Eric Rogers comes back and we start talking about the move back from Hawaii. Because remember, Jeff and Shalia met in Sedona and then she moved to Hawaii with him. And then in 2015, they decided like we want to open this business, this like YouTube thing. So we're going to... We needed to move home. So they moved home with family. Well, the problem was the family was like, uh, y'all fucking crazy. You can't come play. You can't live with us anymore. So they kicked them out. And so then like Jeff put online like, hey, we need to find a place to live. And Eric is like, Jeff was my best friend. I miss him. Like we've stayed connected. I think I'm just going to like let him move in with me. So Jeff and Julia move in with Eric. And he said it was definitely not normal. One of the things that is so gross is they ate hot dogs three meals a day. Oh my god, okay. So Bug was like either getting a snack or doing something in the kitchen Mm -hmm. when I was watching it. And she heard that part and she's like, they ate hot dogs for every single meal? And I was like, apparently. And then she was like, that's so weird. And this is like an 11 year old kid who loves hot dogs and all of that stuff. So if a child is being like, hmm, that's weird. Just say it. <laughs> and I like, I know that like hot dogs are cheap and everything. So if you're like, maybe like strapped for cash. But for breakfast. Right. But I'm thinking like there are but other bre- things that are also equally cheap. Like, I just want to be like, go to the dollar store, you know. And then it was so funny because like she asked me, she's like, because he was obviously like, you know, doing his interview. She's like, did they make him eat them every meal? And I was like, no. I mean, he definitely said. <laughs> he hasn't been able to eat a hot dog since 2015 i'm sure at first he was like okay well this is like you know i'm like normal roommate stuff like people take turns making dinner and all that shit so it's like that's probably what he got stuck eating a lot and he was just like no fuck this i can understand like maybe if they'd gone to costco and they'd bought like a costco size thing and then like you know so they're like oh okay well we're just gonna eat freeze them or like, something we're gonna eat I through guess. this until we're done and then like <laughs> yeah then they got through it and then they went back to the store and they bought more and he was like <laughs> okay like because I could understand at first being like well maybe they just don't want to go to the store so they're just like eating through what they have yeah or like you know do what some roommates do and just steal the, his food like I'm sure he was like hey guys I'm sure at some point he was like I made spaghetti do you want some spaghetti <laughs> I made chicken, something, anything but hot dogs. Uh, would you like anything? And they're like, no, I'm good. I got my hot dog. I, I tried like ketchup and mustard this time. Yeah. Last time it was just ketchup. I'm just like, what the fuck? See that uh, this this email exchange you want that we talked about in the last episode, you would have to add that in and be like, did you guys really eat hot dogs every meal? We know they did. I, I don't care what he says, but I want to know why. I know. I'd be like, why did you eat hot dogs every single <laughs> meal? Like, I don't like, was it like a test of like loyalty to food? I don't get it. Like, do you encourage others just to eat hot dogs all the time? Like, I feel like that would have came up if it was a thing. So I'm sure it was just like one of their one of their things. I don't even know. Weird quirks. Hopefully that's different now because they have a kid now. So. Oh, my God. I hope so. Oh, their kid is like (laughs) brand new. So probably not eating. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I'm just like thinking in the future for that poor kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a hot dog. Goes to school. Like, could you imagine like preschool or kindergarten and be like, what? You have a hot dog every day. And they're like, (laughs) so they, this is also where they started their YouTube channel. One day Eric's like hanging around the house and Jeff comes up and is like, 
I got a new big business idea. And Eric's like, cool, like, you know, he's coming to a stride. Like, what is it? And he tells him that he can, like, sense physical, like, illnesses. So, like, cancers, things like that in people's bodies. And he knows that it's caused by childhood trauma. And Jeff can talk to the trauma. In fact, he was like, we just had our first client last night. We talked for 20 minutes on Facebook Messenger and I cured her of her MS cured which there is no cure for ms and so basically he was offering spiritual healing that can cure anything from headaches which would cost you 30 dollars for him to cure you from headaches last night i was literally like you guys don't understand like i i got hit with a headache so bad last night i couldn't function literally i was like oh jeff where are you i'll give you 30 dollars but he's also like he can cure cancer he had a friend from this is the part that made me want to like punch (laughs) jeff so hard if you already don't want to punch if you already want to punch jeff this will make you so much matter add it to the list this is definitely like (laughs) up there (laughs) yeah jeff had a friend from high school like reach out on like a post where he's talking about healing people with cancer and he was like dude you know like my mom died of cancer when we were in high school and i think this is like insensitive and you're also like taking advantage of very vulnerable people like in their most vulnerable states because yeah when my mom got her cancer diagnosis i was just like oh my god like i would do anything to help my mom you know and so this guy is being really honest with him and put this on there and jeff's reply Oh my God, is so fucking Jeff. Replies, I'm so sorry. I didn't have my gift in high school so I could have cured your mom. Can you imagine being like sitting there and being like the fucking audacity of this dude just being like, oh, my bad for not having my powers back then. I could have saved her. Just horrible. I know we say this like a million times already, but he's just a horrible fucking human. He really is. Oh, for sure. The audacity. Amy comes back and she says there's no way that he believes he can cure cancer. It's just a business. His business is manipulating people, which we know is because when we sit back and we think about what he's doing with Twin Flame Universe, that's all this is, is manipulating people. He There's this like video clip of him and it's like him sitting in a car and he's like, he believes that a great deal of wealth is a appropriate for him so he expects to be rich which you know he does become very rich we meet a new person her name is Kay. she's a former member she talks about how the fact that she was like abused as a child from everything from like sexual assault to like physical abuse the sad thing is she thought this was going to help her deal with her childhood issues and that she was going to get the everything she needed you know she wanted the whole package she wanted to find the person to live happily ever after with she wanted to heal from her childhood trauma And, you know, she sees them say things like, Shalia says, what would you pay to get everything you want? And Shalia's like, take my money. Like, I'd pay anything. And it's like, some people can't pay anything because they also have to pay their bills. They have to survive life. Yeah. So $111 is their cheapest class that you can take. And this is what Kay was doing. And because she didn't have a job at the time, she was like doing anything. So she would like clean her sister's room for like, you know, money here and there. And like, she would do chores and just like, probably cleaning other people's houses like you know just trying to like make money all she could do was like the 11 or the 111 and her coaches were like you need to up your class and she was like well i can't this is all i can do and they're like look this is for your spiritual health like you need to do this and then like one of the coaches were like let me show you how to get a credit card and she was like 18 with no credit so she got declined she's like thank god because like can you imagine just like running up on your credit card bill these classes so there 
was that. Then we check back in with Brienne. Brienne becomes a coach, but for free. Yeah. They get a lot of people to work for them for free. Mm -hmm. She had lost her job because she was spending so much time doing like the mirror exercises and being involved with this community. And she basically told her mom, like, I don't need to worry about money or her aunt. She told this. I don't need to worry about money. If I want something bad enough, it'll just happen. And her aunt was like, no, Mm. (laughs) no, no. So it was basically like people would pay for the classes and they'd also be coaching. And this is like where Jeff is like, I need people to like recruit. So like basically they're doing like sales and marketing for free because they were recruiting people. You know, people want to belong. And so because they want to belong, they'll do anything to stay in Jeff and Shalia's good graces. Basically, it's like you're volunteering and it's like Jeff is like, I have like a standard that you need to meet and that's volunteering. And he would, basically Alice was saying like they have an entire corporate structure set up with like people who are like the vice president of marketing or the vice president of like Brianna was like the vice president of like community resources or community whatever and she did it for free I mean she might get some money from like her coaching classes but like not a lot because at this point like when Anne and Katrina started they were the only ones doing it so they were making a lot of money but now that like everyone's our fucking coaches you're not making that much money because it's such a diluted pool. Arcelia, who is the, you know, she's the trans woman who works at the gas station. Shalia was like, well, you're part of the LGBTQ. You can just do that. That's yours. That branch is yours. Yeah, like, this is your whole branch. Like, you need to run this. And that the payment was just the reward of helping Twin Flames Universe. In 2017, Jeff and Shalia moved to Farmington, Michigan, and they become very materialistic because they started making money. And so, like, at first they're like, we bought a Subaru, like, which is great because it's like, they didn't have a car. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. And so to be like, look, guys, we bought a car. Like, that I totally understand. Mm -hmm. But it's like when suddenly it's like, all we're showing is like, I drive a Porsche or a Porsche. Oh, my God. And I, you know, this is the finest, like, Corvette you can get. And it's, like, all of this shit. Yeah, here's my $100,000 car and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? When he kept saying Porsche, all I could think about was that the Porsche episode of Friends with Joey. <laughs> so I couldn't take him seriously. I saw him. Oh, speaking <laughs> of that, I saw a meme the other day that was, had that. And it's, like, Joey in front of the Porsche in that episode. And then it's, like, car just like that now. And it was like, fake it till you make it. <laughs> but yeah. So Jeff and Shalia's really started flaunting their wealth. They're like, this is our big ass house. This is our like, you know, our lifestyle. And it's like more money, more status. The Like this is literally it is. It's the more money that they had, the more status they gained and the more crazy they got. There's no way around it. And the more money, the more control that they had over people because they were like, we need people to stay in this or we won't be rich. So one of the other things that Jeff was telling his members is that he actually used neuro-linguistic programming, which is basically like hypnosis when he's talking to the members, which is interesting because it's like at the beginning you see him being like, yes, you've got your twin flame, you're killing it, you're doing the work. And then the second you piss him off. He's a fucking bully. Yeah. It's so sad because there's so much abuse that also happens that like Jeff and Shalia just kind of like literally co-sign. Carly comes back 
back and she's talking about that like her twin flame that she was like dating tried to choke her and she believed that he wasn't going to stop and she was like oh well I can't fight this because he's my divine masculine which is what they talk about there's always like a divine feminine and divine masculine in every other relationship and so she was doing the mirror exercise about like her physical abuse from her partner and when you really think about this this whole thing sets you up for future trauma so if you're telling yourself like it's my fault that my partner choked you all you're doing is being willing to accept more physical abuse in the future because you realize that it's your fault i'm just sitting here shaking my head because like how fucking dare you how fucking dare you straight up to her face victim blame her when she's a she's a victim of fucking domestic violence and she's thinking oh my god i have to sit here and put up with this because it's my twin flame blah 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 no these motherfuckers should have told her to get the fuck out like even that's the thing is like we talked about that in the first episode yeah there are cases with twin flames where it's like you guys in this life get the fuck away from each other you know what i mean so it's like you need to Like, she obviously eventually does get away from him, but it's just like, how are you that wrapped up in your bullshit and your greed and all of that, that you're going to go ahead and tell someone to keep being with the person that is physically abusing them? What would they have done if she died? Like, Garen fucking T, her family would have, I would have sued his ass right away. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you exchange gifts, cards, maybe vacations or experiences, or do you focus on enjoying time together with your family? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to start that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during this tough time of year for many of us, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest. Remember, giving yourself some love this holiday season is so important. Therapy has been great for myself. I have learned positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, and that was a game changer for my mental health. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's the season of giving, so give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spookedgirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash spookedgirls. And I'm just thinking that, like, they, I'm trying to think of, like, what would Jeff and Shalia say if she had died? And it would probably be that her twin flame loved her that much. They'd spin it. Mm-hmm. It would be that it was a positive, like, thing. At this point in time, there's, in the documentary, we're, like, 14 minutes to the end of the episode. And I'm like, okay, what can they possibly talk about in 14 minutes? Holy shit, the next 14 minutes, let's unpack. People are getting really impatient at this point because remember, people have been like a part of this for like two plus years at this point and a lot of them didn't have twin flames or their twin flames weren't a part of their life. Like if you look at Brienne, like she had the person she dated, he moved away, she knew where he lived, kind of, and she was stalking him from afar. She was sending him presents and he wasn't communicating with her and nothing was, you know, going in the right direction. The same thing with like our girl, Arcelia, she was also like you know madly in love with her twin flame who she didn't really know at all what if he ate bad like what if he chewed with his mouth open you don't know these things you barely know this guy people were getting impatient and are like i need results yeah they're paying all this money like 
don't blame them. Oh, yeah. If you are doing the cheapest one, which is $111 a month, right? And you're doing that and you've done it for two years, that's over, it's almost $3,000 at this point, like you've spent. And I'm sure that people were spending much more than that. Oh, for sure. Like a lot of these people were spending like the big classes and especially if like they were coaches, because if they were coaches, that means they had to go through all of them. So they had to pay like the nine, it's like $9,000 to become a coach. And really the only big couple in besides Jeff and Shalia were Ann and Katrina. They needed a quick fix. So what they started doing was they had this epiphany. Why don't we start matching people within the community? Because they all buy into this shit. So if I tell them that like this dude or this person is your twin flame, you're like, oh, this makes sense. So basically they told everyone that they were channeling God and God gave them this and they came up with like seven new harmonious twin flames, which I thought the process, like you became a twin flame and then you had to become like come together and do the work and then you became harmonious twin flames. But apparently they were just automatically in harmonious twin flame, which really confused a lot of people because like we take Marie Sophie, for instance, she has her boyfriend who has a baby mama and she was like i'm just gonna keep chasing this dude and then all of a sudden she's paired with fabian who's the cat dude from germany poor girl (laughs) i know she was like they told her and her face was just like what no and they basically encouraged fabian to like drive to her house give her a gift. And I'm pretty sure that the only reason they paired them together is because like she lives in Amsterdam and he lives in Germany. So they're like, you're kind of close. You're on the same continent. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. And that they needed to be together and that, you know, and she was just like, fuck no. And I guess they did like a couple, like when Fabian came, they did like a couple of like classes together and whatnot. But she was just like, I don't want this. And basically she told Jeff, like, I want to wait to see if Fabian is my true flame on my own. And he was like, no. Now, 80% of the twin flame universe is women. Most of them were heterosexual women. And that's a problem if you're playing matchmaker. Because if your biggest pool of people are hetero women, what do you do? Oh, I know. You just... (laughs) You hook them... You match them up with other women. Basically, Brienne came home and told her mom... I uh, apparently had a false twin flame, which was the dude that she was chasing. And I now have a new twin flame. She lives in like California or someplace. And her mom was like, well, are you a lesbian? Which is a perfectly legitimate question at this moment. Yeah, because I feel like at this point, she's just trying to understand like what's going through her daughter's mind. Right. Like, okay, you're going to be with this woman to be supportive if that's her truth. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, I didn't get a vibe that she was like, "Mm, you're not a lesbian. That's not okay. Mm -mm, I was getting a vibe like the mom was like, well, are you a lesbian? Like, I'm going to support you through this. But like, I need to know the facts of the case. Yeah, because like as she talks, you can tell that the tone is like, is this really what like you want to do? Or is the I mean, I think she might have. She said this, I think, mm-hmm. in this maybe too. You know, is this what you want to do? Is this your truth? Or is this what Jeff and Shalia are telling you to do? And Brienne's kind of like both. So she buys a plane ticket against her family's advice. And she goes to California to be with her twin flame, who is a woman. And then in her coaching classes, she's talking about the fact that like she had this false twin flame that she's releasing him and she has a heart. She's having a hard time, which would make sense. Like, because if you like put all this energy for like years into like chasing this dude and then all of a sudden in one day you're being told guess what not only are you not 
this person's twin flame, but it's a woman. That's got to be a trip. They don't really tell you who Brienne's like twin flame is, but this person is probably in the same situation. There'll be more in the next episode. Oh, good. Then they did these classes for all the new twin flames and everything like that. And I guess Fabian had gone home at this point. I don't really know. But Marie Sophie is like, I have doubts that he's my twin flame. Like something just doesn't feel right and everything like that. And, you know, she's wanting to do it on her own. And Jeff is like, but you're not on your own. And she's like, okay. And then she starts pushing back. Like, basically, he's like, you're going to be happy. And she's like, but I was already happy. And he was like, no, you're not. You're not happy. You're not happy. And she's like, but I am happy. Jeff, like, freaks out and is basically like, I'm done with this disrespect, blah, blah, blah. Shalia is like, we've had enough. Like, this is you know, and then after that, because at this point, she's been with this group for like two years, right? And Jeff is trying to spin this that like Marie Sophie is like abusing him. Mind you, this is the dude who calls people fucking idiots, dumbasses, like to their faces and makes them cry and mocks them while they're crying. And this is true narcissism because a lot of this is what a lot of narcissists do is the second you put a boundary up, they're like, you're abusing me. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened is he was like, you're abusing me. She gets off the call and then they block her from everything. They block her from like Facebook groups. They block her from classes. And she basically like walks away. So she's then shunned by the cult because she's not buying into Jeff and Shalia's like absoluteness in regards to her twin flame. At this point a Vice article comes out that's talking about them and kind of like manipulating people and Jeff Jeff is not here for it. Jeff is hostile in his fucking responses. He is like I don't remember specifically what he said but he was like not here for it. And Alice is like freaking out because she's like fuck I got scooped you know like I've been working on this for a while but then she realized that like wait a second i could go in deeper because the vice article was very like surface level and so she reaches out to jeff and shalia thinking they're probably gonna be like no thank you and um jeff just like was real excited about it so that's kind of where this episode leaves is that she's gonna go to their house and do an interview and things like that. So we will pick up what the next what's gonna happen in the next episode next time. But yeah, no, this is the fucking crazy ass story. Like these people are just cuckoo bananas. They're just horrible. And there's like a pattern of taking advantage of vulnerable people. Like it started with him preying on people and their sicknesses, which I kept thinking like, that's probably like, like you could probably sue someone for that. You can't use the word cured on a lot of things like legally. The problem is like they are picking these vulnerable, quote unquote, normal people. So it's like probably any extra, especially like, you know, people right now in it at this current time, like you have to think they're putting all of their money into these people that like they probably don't have the means to fucking go get a lawyer too. So they may feel trapped. Like it's just right. They know how to dangle the carrot for whatever that specific person's needs and desires are. And one of the things is like before the Vice article came out, not a lot of former members were speaking up because Jeff and Shalia would like threaten legal. Like they'd be like, we're going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. And you're right. Like if you can't afford an attorney, you're not 
not going to be able to pay an attorney and then the people suing you attorney because that's like what happens is like they'll ask for you to cover those fees. And so even though that Jeff and Shalia can't take people to court because if if they went to court, a judge would be like, the fuck is this shit you're doing? But people don't know that. And people, you know, I think a lot of people really trusted Jeff and Shalia. And I think they're leaving because they get hurt. And they're angry with Jeff and Shalia, but they're also like, people are very afraid because like, think about how abusive he is. They're, and that's just over Zoom. Yeah. But I just feel like also like Jeff is the type of person, like if someone were to walk up and like punch him in the face, he would just like fall down crying. He'd fall down crying and call his lawyer. And that's what he would do. Right. Like if he has a lawyer. I mean, they got the money, so he would find one. Right. And sue for assault to get more money. Right. Oh, that's true. He'd probably be like, beat himself up. It's like- <laughs> or be like, there's more punches. I, I equate it to those people that like they get into like their car gets barely fender bender dinked and then they got like the neck brace and all that shit. That's his energy. Yeah. <laughs> but I really do kind of feel like if someone really stepped up to Jeff and was like, no, fucking back down, he would be like, oh shit, that's actual energy. When you have vulnerable people, they're not going to come at you combatively. Right. Because they want to be accepted. He has this whole pool of people he gets to abuse because because of that. So, um, yeah, no, I am excited to watch the next episode. There's a lot. You guys know that I don't watch them until uh, I need to take my notes. But like, literally, I was taking notes on this one. And I was like, Jesus Christ, just wait, there's more. It's gonna get worse. It always does. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and sign off for today. We hope you're enjoying this. Yeah, seems like you guys are. Yeah, those of you who were in the Facebook group, thank you for picking this. It's been quite the journey. And uh, we will be back on Monday to conclude this insanity. So we will see you then. Toodles. Bye. Bye.